1: Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Riley, Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Well, it is so good to talk to you guys,
0: and thank you very much for having me on.
1: Well, the Gutfeld Show, when I saw you on that, (laughs) you know, now having to produce comedic lines, what was that like?
0: (laughs) You know, it's it's interesting because I take what I do pretty seriously. Um, And so I feel like for the most part, you have to have a stern face. You have to be... Uh, pretty strong and unwavering. Uh, but to be on that show with Gutfeld and Tyrus and, and Kat and, and, you know, it's, it's a different environment. Uh, but it's nice to kind of let your walls down and almost make a mockery of some of the stuff going on, which I think honestly is, is necessary. Uh, I think it's okay to mock what I would consider already a mockery.
1: Yes, as I mentioned, uh, we have a friend who's a mixed martial art champion, and you don't want to fool around with him on recently, talking about uh, USA boxing and what they've done. And you kind of, uh, there was an article the other day about you, or you were involved in, Riley, talking about even with the gains in 2023 with all these states, and you've been instrumental in that, you're seeing some backsliding here again, U.S. boxing, and then DeWine, In a very red state with overwhelming numbers, they may uh, triumph over his vetoes. The gender-affirming care thing is bad, but the men and women's sports is a layup politically, not just reality. It should be a layup politically on that one.
0: No doubt. And while these might seem like fallbacks, and, and they certainly are, I'll tell you what gives me hope is the amount of really public outrage that these fallbacks have caused. Uh, this has ruined – I mean, I would say – that I would argue there's several parts in Governor DeWine's career uh, where he's really hurt himself in regards to how he handled COVID, in regards to how he handled even the East Palestine incident yes. um, in, in Ohio. But now this – I mean, this has ruined him. It's ruined his credibility. He's really exposed himself for his true colors. And now not only do Ohioans see that, the whole nation sees that. And that, that, I don't want to say that gives me hope, but it really does because the, the general public – is waking up. Uh, It's it's not a political, it really shouldn't be a political issue. Of course, it's become one, but protecting children, safeguarding children and protecting parental rights and protecting women in sports and in locker rooms and even in female prisons. I mean, these are not political issues. Uh, But now we've seen, of course, Governor DeWine was compromised by, he received over $40,000 from these pro-trans hospitals that perform these surgeries, which I would, I would say that's a pretty low number to, to sell your soul. Um, but anyways, the outrage that has been caused, that's what truthfully and honestly gives me hope and really revitalizes me uh, to keep pushing back.
1: Well, we see a story in California today. Joe Concha had it. I'm not sure. You're doing various things. That a team of girls, mainly Muslim girls, refused to play against another team because of a male on that team, and it seems as if the league doesn't know what to do because of the religious part of this and these girls standing up to it. This is a little bit different than usual. You shouldn't have to have a religious reason other than a common sense reason here. Are you aware <laughs> of this uh, bubbling up?
0: I certainly am. Uh, and I've been in contact with some of the people involved uh, who at the time, of course, uh, want to remain anonymous for different reasons. Um, But I couldn't be more proud of these girls. It's a really hard position to be in. And I know because I was in this position and I wasn't willing to sacrifice at the time, you know, all the work I had put in, I didn't want to not compete. Uh, Looking back, of course, uh, of course I believe everything happened for a reason in the way that it did. But if I was faced with this opportunity, uh, an incident like this again, I certainly wouldn't compete. So I could not be more proud of these girls uh, and their coaches and their administrators who supported these girls in not competing. Because I believe competing, uh, and again, I didn't always think this way, so my mind has certainly changed, but I believe competing uh, against these boys, you're participating in the farce, so it seems. Uh, and so these girls, I'm very proud of them. And I've publicly said before, look, any any competition where a woman or a team concedes and they lose out on prize money uh, to a male, I will happily out of my own pocket pay that team or these girls wow. or whoever it may be the prize money that they're losing out on, because that's we need to incentivize not participating. So, I, I, again, I just couldn't be more proud of these girls.
1: Uh, take me uh, inside, Riley, if you want. I've never asked you this before. I'm interested. You're an ultimate competitor, and you know how a hundredth of a second in swimming, et cetera. You're looking across at Leah Thomas at the starting blocks. Is that firing you up more, or deep down did you feel like there's no hope? What, what were you thinking at that moment?
0: So a lot of feelings. Gosh, I mean, this was my last meet of my life, of my 18-year career at this Mm -hmm. point. Uh, So there was kind of excitement to almost be done. Uh, But I, I would say the overwhelming feeling that I felt, and my teammates and most of the girls that I talked to at that meet, the feeling that we felt was that we were going into this race with our hands tied behind our back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day that Thomas and I raced was the day after he had just won the national title, dominating the entire nation of women, beating every female in the country by multiple seconds, which is an anomaly that doesn't happen, uh, considering the swimming is a sport measured down to the hundredth of a second. And so, having seen that outcome the day before, uh, looking over at him, six foot four, towering over me at a whopping five foot five, five foot six, uh, I just felt like my hands were tied behind my back. Um, but I knew my goals, I knew my team's goals. I thought of my team, of course, being team captain. Um, I, more than my own personal goals, I wanted to help achieve for my team. Uh, so I put my head down, did the best that I could do, uh, which of course ultimately resulted in a tie, meaning we went the exact same time down to the hundredth of a second, uh, which you can't tell me that's not divine intervention. Um, That's what I, I'm getting
1: I, I, at. I wish I right, were there. I, I might have jumped into the pool at the end of that, and I can't swim, so God knows what would have happened to you. I'm serious. You my dad That's both. what thrills me as the competitor, that despite all that, and right, and then God intervenes and says, no, we're going to tie you at least. They, of course, then have to give the trophy to Leah Thomas, not to you. They didn't have enough because of the tie. We know that, right?
0: Correct, yeah, Uh, and their purposes were for optics. I mean, they they outright told me, look, when photos are being taken, the NCAA has advised uh, that Leah has to be holding it um, for photo purposes. So, sorry, Riley, you don't get one. And that was really, I mean, that was a defining moment for me because, of course, all season we knew the unfair competition was wrong. We knew being exposed to a naked male in the locker room was wrong. We knew the silencing that we were facing from our universities was wrong. But it wasn't until they reduced it down to a photo op. That's all I needed to hear, uh, to be willing and really finally feel courageous enough to take a stand.
1: Absolutely. So let's look forward to 2024. These were uh, glitches, but as you said, now they don't pass without a lot of pushback on this. Uh, What do you see on the horizon? What are some of the things coming up?
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, let me tell you, speaking to Ohio here, uh, the session is reconvening early from Christmas uh, Christmas break on January 10th to vote on the override veto. Uh, And there's a lot of pressure there. The votes are there uh, as long as they don't change from their initial voting to get the bill on the governor's desk. Uh, So lots of good work there. Uh, Again, that's January 10th. And so if I can encourage any listeners, you know, keep the pressure on these people. Hold their feet to the fire uh, because what they love to do, uh, and we've seen it time and time again, whether that's the state level, whether that's the federal level, whether that's within academia, within specific sport governing bodies, even within the medical profession, uh, they want to sweep these things under the rug. And they don't want it to get public attention because, Uh, they know the public is not in their favor, so hold their feet to the fire. It is necessary. I believe it's our job as Americans, um, as citizens, uh, to call out the hypocrisy, uh, which is what we need to be doing. So that's happening January 10th. Um, So hopefully Ohio will become the 24th state to pass legislation that protects women's sports and the 23rd state to pass legislation that protects uh, children from irreversible, harmful surgeries. Um, So be on the lookout there. Uh, We have the Biden administration who is working to implement their new Title IX rewrite in March, which, ironically enough, is Women's History Month, uh, strategically on their part. But, of course, their new rewrite in no way, shape, or form actually benefits and protects women. Uh, Actually, the opposite, it harms women. Uh, So be on the lookout of what the Biden administration is doing to push their new illegal administrative rewrite of Title IX in March. But other gotcha. than that, there's lots of good things going on. The Olympics is this year as well. Uh, so keep an eye out for what the IOC does in regards to their policies. Uh, I can tell you, like most organizations, including the NCAA, they have been on the wrong side of this issue and remained uh, what I would describe as spineless, morally bankrupt cowards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good description. Where do we find all things Riley Gaines? Riley Gaines.
0: Uh, you can check me out on Twitter. Uh, it is, or sorry, X now, right? It is yes. uh, Riley underscore gains underscore. And if you're wondering why there's two underscores, it's because my first account was deleted. Free <laughs> Elon Musk. Um, I um, have a podcast now with Outkick. It's the Gains for, Girl, for Girls podcast. Uh, really awesome work being done there. Um, and I just appreciate you guys having me on. So I couldn't be more grateful.
1: Well, you're always welcome in Philadelphia. Is there a book on the horizon?
0: <laughs> I did the book thing. <laughs> it's um, I have a book coming out in May, and it's called Swimming Against the Current, but it actually is available for pre-order as of now.
1: Oh, I'm um, writing Amazon that one down because we, we have a program yeah. here in Philadelphia for that. So uh, we're on it. Amazing. Well, you guys rock. Well, you do, too. Thank you, Riley. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us Thank as you very
0: always. very
1: much. Happy New Year. Dom now, weekdays, noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.